Well, good evening, everybody. It is a perfect day for show number 73 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. Back once again live here from the Omni in Wyckoff, New Jersey. Undefeated media getting involved here. Of course, I got Doug Freeman behind my one glass. And, of course, we have a very special uh, behind the glass from downtown Matawan. Ladies and gentlemen, uninjured, unaging Dave Sturchio from Chop Sports Media coming in to do my show oh. with a major injury to his thumb. He just was uh, working on the studio doing something, and he cut himself. Uh, I didn't, no, 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 no. Let's, get, let's not get it twisted. There was no cutting myself. I was stabbed by Chris Gucci. Okay, he was stabbed by the own, the other co-owner of Chop Sports, which is fine because he's a, a Yankee fan. They're both Yankee fans, <laughs> but they're both Packer and Cowboy fans. Now, listen, here's what's pathetic. Before we got on the air, I was concerned about Dave. He was bleeding. He was injured. And you know what he said? He goes, oh, when it happened, the first thing I said to myself was, am I going to be able to lift weights? And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm worried about use of your thumb for the rest of your life. Will you, will you be able to pick up your children? Will you be able to post on your phone, which you're on 24-7? But no. Dave starts just like, will I be able to lift? And that's where your priorities are with your lifting ability. I feel like and I'm doing well in that, in, in that area. I'm doing better in that area, so I don't want to, like, lose progress and stuff. So it's like I'm trying, you know, trying not to be a fat fuck like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh -huh. We are here live with show number 73. If I can ask Doug for just a little more love in here, a little louder so yeah. I can hear Dave a little better. As has been a while since I've been in the studio here. That's good. That's good. All right, now, of course, I'm wearing my Pine Tar Tavern shirt from my buddy Tommy Plinio, who will eventually be an advertiser on my show, or I'm just going to get him to just give me money on the side anyway, <laughs> just because I'm wearing the Pine Tar Tavern Pine Tar Tavern in Fork and River. You got to go check this place out. For all my Woodbridge people, it's like it's like a com it's like Riffies, but nicer and bigger and better with better food. So if you take like Riffies and completely eliminate everything about Riffies <laughs> and then make it a nice place with beautiful TVs and, and good food and bartenders that are good looking, that's the Pine Tar Tavern. Owned by my buddy Tommy. Go in there and tell him Jimmy Palumbo sent you. He's not an advertiser. It's just me. I'm wearing his shirt. I told him I would. So this is show number 73 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Jimmy Palumbo here live with you. Now, I could have gone with a guy who played for the Giants who's a Hall of Famer. And his name was Arnie Winemaster. Winemaster. Uh, offense, defensive tackle. He only played four years. And me and, me and Chris Gucci uh, mentioned this last week. The NFL Hall of Fame is funny. Like, I think one year I was eligible. I never even played in the NFL. Because um, the NFL, if you make, like, a really good tackle on the 4 o'clock game, like one really nice hit, you'll hear guys like, oh, he's definitely going to get votes for the Hall of Fame. This guy only played four years <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. I heard he was a great player. He played in a couple I don't know, a couple different leagues, those early leagues back then when they were, like, you know, became leagues, whatever. Um, he's in the Hall of Fame. I know nothing about him. I could have gone with John Hanna, uh, offensive line of Patriots, who many say was the best offensive lineman ever, um, and so on and so forth. But I didn't. Uh, I went with something that is actually actually dear to Dave's heart as well. I had to go with the 73 Knicks. And why did I go with the 73 <laughs> Knicks? It's because that's the last time our beloved New York Knickerbockers 
won the NBA championship, which was 49 years ago. Now, I actually said, you know what? I got to do some research. I was uh, eight years old, but I remember it because my uncles were in, my, in our basement, our, our, uh, our den there in, on Grand Avenue, uh, having some beers, watching the Knicks. They beat the Lakers, who they lost to in the finals in 72. Like, nobody realizes how good the Knicks were from, like, 68 to 75. They were just a very good team. Um, they, they they lost to the Lakers in 72. In 73, there was an aging Will Chamberlain, and it was last year, and an injured Jerry West. But the Knicks had Frazier, DeBusher, Earl Monroe, Willis Reed, Bill Bradley, Phil Jackson, who wasn't that good. He was a journeyman. Come in there and get some rebounds. Um, they also had Hawthorne Wingo and Henry Bibby. <laughs> I just love the name Hawthorne Wingo. That if Hawthorne Wingo is in the NBA now, he'd be making like $17 million a year. Uh, they were 57 <laughs> Which is like league minimum at this point. Yeah. And they, in the first round, they beat the Baltimore Bullets, um, which was the old um, Monroe team. They beat them four to one. They In the conference finals, they beat uh, Boston four games to three, uh, which was great. We always hate the Celtics, but the Knicks did lose game one. So they came back, won uh, three in a row, but then they lost game two in a row. I mean, came back and lost game five and six, and then they won in game seven. So they were up three to one and lost two. I, if, if I was a Knicks fan then, as I am now, and they were up three to one and didn't close it out, number one, at the Boston Garden, they lost. Then you come back to the Garden and and forget, and you lose it. It would have drove me nuts. Um, they blew them out in game seven. And then in the finals, the Knicks lost game one, which would have drove me nuts. And then the games were close. And then uh, pretty much Frazier, DeBusher, and Monroe were like three of the top players in the league, and they just dominated. They swept after that. Four games to one. So my beloved New York Knicks, with an aging Will Chamberlain, who never played in the NBA after that again, his numbers are through the roof. He doesn't get the credit I, I, don't, I think he deserves. But the game back then – where you know uh, some of the some of the power forwards were five foot six, so uh, I get all that argument. But he went to the ABA as a coach, but he never showed up. He was signing books. Uh, he was like the early, he was like LeBron James, and um, but he was a great player. Jerry West got hurt. That's why the Knicks blew him out. So that's number seventy three. I'm dedicating to the seventy three Knicks now. Sturge, who do you got? Oh, I'm I'm an obvious one when it comes to this. The one of the best guards, if not be the best guard in National Football League history, and that's Mr. Larry Allen of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. He was of the Great Wall of low, Dallas. He was he was he set records. I mean, now guys are bigger, stronger, faster, so things are getting skewed a little bit. But at one point, he had the most uh, reps at 225 on a combine. So I think he had like 30-something reps of 225, right now, which if you want to put it into context, if you see the size of me, I could probably do about 14 on a good day. So that's that's double me. Right, um, but not not with your awesome. thumb, you couldn't. You no, could, now I can't lift at all. So. <laughs> and you would drop eight places like Thibodeau and the other guy in the right. Giants now. But wait a minute. Wasn't Larry Allen, was he one of the draft picks through the Herschel Walker deal? He was. He was. Right. Which – I still greatest say deal in all of sports. Only reason why you know what's great about Jerry Jones, he made one great move. He got rid of Herschel, and he got all these players that won him a Super Bowl. But since then, it has been all rest of the NFL. That was an incredible draft. They actually, uh, move you, you like bring that. up you you bring up Jerry Jones today. They did the old uh, you know poll of of the most uh, valuable franchises in the Cowboys I have, have seven have billion, have right? Seven point six four billion dollar Cowboys. <laughs> He bought him right. for like a you, bag of balls. <laughs> but you know what I got? Okay, you know what's more frustrating? I have two frustrations with that. 
Oh, so the, the New York Yankees got to be hovering near there, I'm sure. I mean, okay. I think they're in the fives, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but but th- what's the worst thing about when they do this uh, uh, team ownership value? Aren't the Knicks like three? <laughs> it's like the, the yeah, Knicks I know, are and, and they have Knicks zero. Like when you say zero to show for it, at least Dallas has five Super Bowls, or at least exactly three right. under, the, the, under the Jones team regime. Ever. They had they, they sell the most jerseys. Every every town has Cowboy fans, and the right. New York Knicks. Have no fans after you cross to Delaware, and the Knicks haven't won anything in forty nine years, and they're worth like seven billion dollars. Right, but yes, the Cowboys. Everybody, that that that's that's fair. Um, so that's it. All right, gonna go with uh, Larry Allen, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer, best one of the best linemen of all time. I get it. So, well, of course, we got to discuss uh, in one week. Uh, my Patreon subscribers have held steady. I had five last week, and we are still. At five here from the wait, wait, can I, can I, let's play a game. Can I name them? <laughs> uh, you might be able to. Well, you there's certain you certain well, you've met uh you've met uh two of them. I was gonna oh wow, all right. Well then all right, so uh, mom, Madison's dad, mom Joe, Janine, that's three. Well, Janine um, did not sign up for uh Patreon. Really? That's a, well it's because she sponsors the show, so she don't that's need to do a Patreon. Number. I can't throw her under the bus. But like Craig should do it because Craig owns the place too, and he don't even listen to the show. That's He's true. too cool for me. And we don't play soft. <laughs> if we were still playing softball, Craig would, I would definitely not. I'd bat him ninth just to bust his ball. You know, give me $3 a month, you bat ninth. That's how it works. No one even for my softball team even signed. What a Wow. After all that, that all, after everything you've done for them, you know, the least they could do is throw $3 your way for your $3 show. $3 a month. I mean, come on. Even my brother. $18 for Netflix. <laughs> my brother. My brother Frank has it. My cousin John is the same age as me. <laughs> like, like, I saw, yeah, people think, oh, you come from a very small family, just you and your sister and your mom. <laughs> I'm going to start telling people that. Yeah, my mom raised us both in Colonia. It was just me and my sister. <laughs> so, my sister's probably looking at this and laughing. I don't know. I even got no one in the comments. Um, you know what's great? I think the I, what's going to happen is I, I'm going to be I'm going to be in the witness protection program. So if you get caught doing something, you come on my show, and no one will find <laughs> you. Nobody's going to see <laughs> it. That's it. If you come That's on hilarious. my show, and the government be like, "Hey, Jimmy, listen, guy did a bunch of terrible things. He killed seven mobsters. We're going to have him as a, a guest on your show every week. You okay with that?" I'm like, "Absolutely, no problem." <laughs> no one will ever find out where he is. You could be in Wyckoff. You could be in downtown Mawa, Matawan. They'll search high and low and not find anybody. But uh, please also subscribe to my uh, Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all that nonsense. Um, I would love to be able to uh, get that a higher increased. I'm working on that as we speak. So let's see. Now, Dave, as you well know, this next next segment is sponsored by Absolute Eyewear. It's called Jimmy's weight condition we're calling it a condition now at this point it's um, like a disease I love it. It here dabbles his injured uh, hand oh. um it this segment is uh, i'm the only guy who has the balls to take a sponsor and have him and have them sponsor something that is really at this point we're we're, we're, we're getting close to the mendoza line um I lost about 18 pounds, but I've been hovering at that 18 pound mark now for about four months, which is pathetic. And um, oh, it's sponsored by Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street. That's why right. Woodbridge, New Jersey, getting involved. 732-326-3937. Craig and Janine, uh, who are not Patreon subscribers, family-owned <laughs> brother and sister. 
They're opticians. They're the best. Craig's my right center fielder on my softball team. Janine's good friend. She's awesome. They got everything's over there. They got full service, prescription eyewear, sunglasses, safety glasses, everything. Glasses for the kids. Getting involved here. Contacts. Everything's done on site. They got a doctor there. You check your eyes out. I'm desperately trying to get Chris Gucci there because he can't see a damn thing. Uh, I don't think Doug here can see anything. You know, he, sure, he, sh- he sure as shit didn't see my hand. <laughs> right, that's another thing. That should be the end. Are you that. tired of slicing your friend's hand up? Unbelievable. It's time for you to get glasses. Um, but uh, you know what? I, if I had like an internship thing here, uh, one of the questions I would ask at the interview would be like, uh, uh, can you see well? If you can see well, we don't need you here. We need people that can't see at all. <laughs> and then they don't go to absolute eyewear which is where you should go, please go to Absolute Eyewear, 732-326-3937. They got all kinds of things. They got discounts, $100 off, if you mention my show, a complete pair of prescription sunglasses. Open five days a week. They're closed Wednesday and Sunday now. Mr. Sturcho, why are they closed on Sunday? On Sunday because of the New York football giants. Okay, now why are they closed on Wednesday? Ah, Because they're too busy losing in softball. Oh, yes. You got that one right. I know it was a trick question there. Open, They're open five days a week. Uh, Craig and Janine, everything's done on premises. They're good people. And I still think they have the best slogan, which I came up with. When you leave there, you don't feel like a jerk off. And I think, I think every retail, I think most locations should do that. Even car dealerships like a Lexus dealership on Route 17 should be like, when you leave here, you won't. Feel like a jerk off. I should do that ad for every single car dealership. It's like they're driving and they're like, wow, you know what? I don't feel like a jerk off. <laughs> Perfect. That's actually hey, honey, this is a really nice car. And you know what? I don't feel like a jerk off. <laughs> That's amazing. That's That's perfect. Especially for the interweb. And of course, they have Ray-Ban coach Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo. That's Dave's favorite. Mm-hmm. Silhouette, Michael Cause, Vogue. Maui Jim and Costa Del Mar. And recently they have some of Charles Oakley sunglasses laying around. <laughs> no, they also carry Oakley. That's my Bob Shepard, which I haven't done in a while. It's good to do that. So go check it out now. They are sponsoring my weight situation. Well, all right. Last week I came in at 198.9. The rule is I can't go over 200 or the segment ends. Okay. All right, Palumbo gets on the scale this week after having a horrific week in the city, visiting some friends, had an LBI all weekend, not cooking at home. It's been hot, and when it's hot, what do you do? You drink beer. Dave, you know it well, but you go to the gym five times a week. Uh, my name <laughs> That's is why Jim. I do it. <laughs> it's why you do it. I know. I listen to, We're going to talk about your podcast in a second. Mm. And uh, I came in at 199.1. Now, the reason why this is getting concerning, is because in literally one month and two days, I have to be at 192 for the start of the Rutgers-Boston College game, which means I got to drive down the shore on Friday to do your show at 11 o'clock for the official weigh-in announcement. I felt dreadfully (laughs) short. I I made it for the first one, April 1st. I felt dreadfully short the next stand-up show I had. Um, So I need to actually uh, get to 192. So I got a month to lose seven pounds. Now, at this point, we are pushing it. I need a big week. Uh, I'm just a fat bastard. Um, uh, you know, I didn't play pickleball this week, so I'm sloppy. Uh, and so I have to really get it going. But I'm, this 
Jimmy Plummo gaining weight is sponsored by Absolute Eyewear. He can see very well, but he's a fat bastard. He can um, see himself gaining back. weight. <laughs> yes. Um, now, uh, everybody, please check out um, Dave Sturcio here. has his own podcast, which I, the pilot episode aired last week. Um, Dave, what's the exact title? Sit uh, down it's with called Dave a, Sturcio, a, sit, right? a Sit Down with Sturch. A Sit Down with Sturch. It's basically, listen, he does the Chop Sports Media Show every day with Chris Gucci, but this is just him talking about himself. It's a little bit, it's going to, he's going to talk about sports. He'll talk about uh, life, what's going on, dad stuff, probably throwing cowboy stuff in the middle of the season, but um, mostly just like uh, him, what's going on. Um, it's kind of his version of the Jimmy Palumbo show, uh, but it's, uh, he covered, <laughs> I love that look he just gave, you know, but it's, uh, it's very good. You, you talked about some cool stuff that I did not know about your, uh, some personal losses in your life with your friends and stuff and the wrestling stuff. I didn't know a lot of that, believe it or not. And please check it out. He's got a really interesting past, Mr. Sturcio here. And I think you're going to like the show. Your voice sounds good. The show sounds good. Appreciate I enjoyed it. it. Thank you. So go check it out, everyone. Now we can talk about the Yankees. Ah, uh, yesterday's game annoyed my soul uh, because everybody's like, Oh, Clay Holmes, Clay Holmes. He only gave up one run in the last nine years. And I'm like, yeah, but it, it's not getting tight yet. And then all of a sudden now, now I feel like he blows a save every week, but it's not true. We need that Chapman was a terrible, back. Loss, <laughs> terrible loss yesterday. You, you can't give up three runs in a night. You can't, you That's just can't lose to the Royals or a poverty franchise. At this the point. It's rough. Um, it's rough. It terrible. Um, listen, the, the two losses to the Mets, they did win the series. So that's okay. The two losses to the Mets were brutal. Um, but you know what? It was cool. Listen, the Mets have magic, man. You just feel it. Yeah. Now, anybody out there who thinks the Mets are going to collapse, they're wrong. Um, uh, they're just, you just get a feeling the Mets think they can win every game and they, they're on a hot streak. They're doing great. They got a bigger lead now, this, that, and the other thing. Um, Mets are playing well. And, the, and the, the games were close. It, it was fun to watch. I watched it in the bar in the city Thursday night, and there are no Yankee fans in New York City anymore. It is all M-E-T-S, Mets, Mets. Like, all of a sudden, the Yankees. They're still, Yankee fans, they're still they're a little strong. brother, though. They're still know, a little I brother. Know. They're a little brother. But, um, but listen, the Mets, the Mets, not that they have their number. The Mets are hot. What are you going to tell you? That's the way it is. The Mets have a good ball club. And they're getting DeGrom um, back tomorrow. Yeah, they got DeGrom. God forbid, if he starts pitching well. Scherzer, you know, one of the best pitchers in the league, maybe ever, if you ask me. But DeGrom, I think we got we to gotta see what he's doing. We got to make sure his injuries are okay. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you got to talk a little bit about Aaron Judge. Look, the guy bet on himself, and he's at the craps table, and the number seven hasn't came out all season long. So he is just rolling in it. Um, I've always said all he has to do is just bring Lindor to any of the meetings and say, hey, he's getting $341 million. Uh, What are we looking at? Maybe five, $600 million? <laughs> I'm batting 300 I'm hitting bombs. He's on pace. He's on pace to break, uh, the, you know, Maris's record like clean by seven. But, I, you know, it might go one of those two weeks you don't hit one, and then all of a sudden he's on pace to hit 41 home runs. But he's got like 42 home runs. It's unbelievable. He's having the year of his life. There's nothing more to be said. Uh, Gallo, of course, um, Gallo just got signed by the Knicks. He'll be their power <laughs> forward, which that'll fit right in for me. Gallo, down low. Yes, out of counts, out of the Knicks. While I'm talking over as Gallo is making contact with the rim, which he didn't do with the baseball. Um, Gallo is the worst 
hitter I've ever seen at the major league level. I just don't understand it. The you reason, realize again, you realize that Aaron Judge now officially has more home runs than Gallo has hits. That's an official stat. That's that, that's it's. You know what it is though. I want to play major league baseball. I really do. I Go called ahead. the Yankees yesterday and said, "Listen, <laughs> I want to play major league baseball." They said, "Who are you?" I said, "I'm Jimmy Palumbo of the Jimmy Palumbo oh. Show." And they said, "Okay." They said, "Well, can you hit major league pitching?" I said, nah, not really. But I noticed you got a guy there that can't hit it either. <laughs> so why can't I like, why don't we go in the cages right now? Right. I'll definitely foul it off. I'll be like, Couple he just never tips. makes contact. He'll be, I think he'll be gone by tomorrow, actually. Um, training deadline. Uh, also, actually, believe it or segment- not, believe it or not, Jimmy, there's suit. There's people that are like in his market. Like there are people that are actually calling about Gallo, which I don't know. Maybe maybe you can chalk this up to the whole like. Maybe I think it's the Gallo Wine Company. Is it Gallo Wine they're looking no, for? No, it's actual MLB franchises calling about Joey Gallo, and I'm thinking that maybe maybe he has like the the New York yips. You know what I mean? They like, can't play in the big spot, can't play in the city. I don't know, but it's yeah. Teams you know, want what? Listen, them all a lot of, of teams want that two eleven batting average. Um, <laughs> so uh, lifetime. Uh, listen, I listen. If I if I owned a major league team and there was a guy batting one sixty one, I'd be like, we gotta get this guy. We gotta get him as a guest. He's a different. You talking about him all the time. We gotta get him as a guest. The other guy. Now listen. <laughs> finally, funny. finally, truly, the guy who got me this week. I do a segment called "What Did Rizzo Do This Week?" <laughs> I am the lone wolf here. I am the lone wolf. Everybody loves Rizzo. I think he stinks. Yeah, but I was wrong this week. We all love him. I was wrong this week. He was like six for 16. He had two home runs, a couple of big ones. So this was a good week for him. He averaged like one one for three. Um, after averaging one for five, one for six for the last month, I've been doing this segment. Rizzo was good this week. But I still stand by when we talk after the season, we will all be in agreement that Jimmy Palumbo, the lone wolf of sports talk, was right. Rizzo has been scamming everyone. He stinks. Um, anyway. Uh, he's batting 228. I think Chris Chambliss was way better. Kind of close, actually. <laughs> so that's it. I want a quick, quick shout out to Bill Russell. Um, you know, uh, when when you win when you win any championship eleven times and you're the starting center, um, you have to. Uh, that's it. He always, you know, he was tough against the Knicks, and Bill Russell passed away. Humanitarian for the league, the whole bit. Eleven time champ, Boston Celtics. God bless. Now this week, I had a crazy week. Um, I did stand up. Uh, there's a new comedy club up in Scarsdale, New York, called the B Side Comedy Club, which uh, your friend and mine, Joe Matteris, opened up. It's a cute little comedy club, part of a restaurant, but it's got its own room. It's uh, it's small, only holds like 60 people. It's intimate stage. You're right on top of people. I think that's a cool thing. Um, I went up there. It's about only about a half hour for me. I went over to check it out, and Joe was kind enough to put me right up on stage. Um, I went on like third or fourth and I had a good set, did like 10 minutes. I was, uh, I was happy about that. I was on, I was fired up. Um, the air conditioner didn't work. So it was like 110 degrees in there, which believe it or not, Joe's getting that fixed. But the funny thing was it was, became part of the show. Like how hot, um, uh, how hot could it be in here? Um, and so, uh, I went up, did well, the other comedians did well. Some of the, some of the headliner was funny as hell. Can't think of his name right now which is horrible on me, but a little shout out to Joe Matteries and the B-Side Comedy Club. Lisa Lampanelli showed up. She didn't do stand-up, but she showed oh, wow. up. Me and her were talking about Artie Lang. Um, I didn't realize she retired from comedy. I was embarrassed. I was like, I was like, Lisa, 
what do you mean you don't understand him anymore? Like, you're great. She's like, she's, funny, ah, you know, yeah. she's very I discussed funny. it on Howard Stern. I discussed it publicly. <laughs> she literally told me, go Google it and find out all the reasons why. <laughs> but, I just, she got, but she does work with comedians. She does workshops. They get, they get together once a week and go over material, which I may do that with her. I think that's cool as hell. Um, but uh, I got some comments here. My buddy uh, Vinny Callahan saying, finally, the Mets love and Judge is going to be on the uh, – uh, on the Mets next year. Yeah, he might be. I mean, listen, Cohen, live on if LinkedIn. The, if he goes to the Mets, he's going to want, he's going to want 500 million. If he, like, I think if he goes to the Mets, he's going to get 550 or 600 million, some crazy deal. And mm-hmm. Cohen's just going to write the check. Mm-hmm. You know what it really depends on? What his wife wants. Cause I think Stevie, I, his wife says, you got to get judged. <laughs> and if he comes up the driveway and only offered 440, and the you know, Yankees off at 450, then, uh, you know, uh, listen, if Uncle Stevie's wife wants Judge, Judge will be uh, making, uh, you know, chicken cacciatore for them next season every night because that's what she wants she'll get. Uh, now, I was down in uh, this weekend. I was down in LBI. Um, I think LBI is the most crowded place in America right now. I think it's up at Bangladesh and LBI are neck and neck for how many people um, there's, it's an Island. It's 18 miles long. And I remember going there as a kid and it was, it was crowded, but now it is a metropolis. It looks like Dubai. There's eight story houses there. There's monsters. If you go to the left of the bridge, there's a $10 million home. If you go to the right, literally, if you step outside of a house, you end up in the like, the, the, yeah, the outdoor showers at LBI, like you, 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 you just have to shower with other people because your shower's up against the next guy. <laughs> there's like seven million homes to the right of the bridge. Um, there's just, I, I, I've never seen that many people in a short town. I'm again dead set, you know, right in the middle of summer. But I think LBI's got to call for time and just say, no <laughs> more doing anything. Like if I worked in a building department, I'd be like, no, no, you can't rebuild. No. No, no, I know you want to build an extension. I know you want that outdoor shower. The answer is no. Why? Because we have too many people here in the summer months. Now, come back in October, and you, you could build an airport there, landing strip for all I care. <laughs> but right now, June, July, and August, I know people love LBI. I'm an exit 98 guy because it just it's like hedging your bet. Traffic, you know, you deal with North Jersey traffic, but then you get to exit 98, you get off, you have options. Bradley Beach, Belmar, Manasquan, Little Point Pleasant. You can even go a little bit down uh, Route 35 there. You run into your Spring Lakes and Seagirt and Bayheads. But exit 163, you got to watch. There's all kinds of, you got to go past Seaside Exit, the whole thing. Um, but it's cool. Once you're there, LBI is nice. If you just stay inside your house um, and don't deal with it, it's not a quiet vacation. I'll leave it at that. But I was down there with my daughter and her three, front, three friends. So four 13-year-olds bouncing off the walls. I will say that kids like gummy bears, not the ones with marijuana in them, just general gummy bear stuff. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, specify. Bear. Yes, because they eat gummy bear with their life cereal. Gummy bear goes in their ice cream. Now, ice cream and gummy bears, to me, is two shots in the ball. Yeah, well, what is that? <laughs> like, no way, all of a sudden, like... You know, you're getting older when, like, they look at you and go, like, I don't want sprinkles on my ice cream. Like, when did sprinkles become, like, the Knicks 
of desserts. I don't understand. It's like, you know, uh, now you got to put gummy bears and they put uh, jawbreakers in the thing and uh, cracking teeth. It's what is going on ask, here? Ask your ask your niece about that. Madison works at an ice cream place. I'm sure she's all over the uh, the toppings uh, of the day. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just embarrassing. Um, I, I don't get it. And then one kid wanted a pliable. I mean, <laughs> we're down in the I got burned. I'm thinking to myself. I almost said to her, "You either drink beer with me, or you uh, or we're not getting a pliable. That's your options. We're not. Next, you know, we're getting a pliable. I don't even know what that stuff is. It looks like granola." It looks like I don't even know those pliable things look like I don't know like some I don't know some oats and grain place married an ice cream shop too healthy for me stand. <laughs> I don't get it um, anyway of course I was just eating burgers with those big Thuman's dogs <laughs> like, uh, they, uh, I, I I had like in four days I had eleven hot dogs I mean what am I like <laughs> that Coney Island now it's embarrassing um, we we went on a uh, I was also down there for, I got to give a shout out to uh, more people that are not on my Patreon. Um, <laughs> Victoria Palumbo, my cousin, John, his daughter graduated UMass and she's working for a digital media place, which is cool. We got Drew Palumbo, uh, which is my cousin, Joey's youngest kid. Also your intern, Madison's sister. She is she graduated high school. She's going to Bloomsburg university. Mm-hmm. Where the great Hank Heidacker graduated, you can Google him. That's funny to my family and friends right there. And then there's Lauren Palumbo, which is Victoria's younger sister. She graduated high school and she's going to UConn. She's a Husky, so we, they had a little barbecue there for them to celebrate. Everybody got to see the whole family. Bunch of Palumbos. It was a bunch of non-Jimmy Palumbo show Patreon people hanging out there, <laughs> uh, except for my sister. Um, and God bless. So that was cool. Um, I also. Uh, you know, there was a comedy show. My good buddy Chris Monty uh, was doing a comedy show at Joe Pops last night. So I went there. What is this going to be like? And it was about 20 minutes for the show. And there wasn't all that many people there. So he's like, Jimmy, I'd give you some time here. But there's nobody here. Get out of here. I'm getting paid anyway. Just go. But I'm hoping that a few people showed up for that. Um, some of those old bars and buckaloos and Joe Pops and Daddy-O's and all those old places. I used to haunt back in the day. But, um, you know, look, LBI, it is what it is. Um, it's a good time if you uh, if you uh, have a house that you can just stay inside. Um, my buddy Brian Shevlin showed up at the place, and he's a, a senior lawyer, head lawyer for Pinot Ricard, and they represent, uh, you know, Chivas and Absolute and Jameson and Jefferson. It's all these great boozes. Uh, so he dropped me off a little stash I put in my trunk. Fine. He mocked me out because I like Shivers Scotch and he gave me a bottle of Shivers. He's like, no one under 70 drinks this. I'm like, I do. <laughs> so we did that. It's good to see him. We had a lot of laughs just sitting there. Um, and that's it. So we had a good time down the shore. Um, the other thing is I'm having an issue with my fish. Now, I have this fish in a bowl. It's a beta fish. These things are supposed to die in two months. But they don't. They only last for two months. Well, fish supposed to die. It's a little thing I got from my daughter. But this journeyman, this this Brett Gardner of beta fish, (laughs) is just going five and a third. Every time we turn around, this fish is in the six, scattering eleven hits. But the problem is, I can't. If I'm going to be gone for three or four days, I got I got to do something with the fish. So, like my next door neighbor, and I can't. You can't transport the fish. 
and it's just in a bowl, a pretty big bowl though. Yeah. So I had to, I knocked on my neighbor's door. I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, you want to watch my fish? And I was making oh jokes God. like I need to talk to it. I said, I got a list of lyrics. She likes to be sung. He likes to be sung to every morning. She took the fish. She was like, uh, yeah, I guess so. She took it out of my hands, all aggravated. <laughs> I don't even know if she's feeding the thing. It's, the fish is still there. But it's I realized not that it's not I, there I, anymore, I, Jimmy. I hate to break it to you. I, you know, <laughs> I told you, I said, if it dies, don't replace it. <laughs> and you know what? I love the fish's it's name is color. Sullivan. It's a beautiful pink fish, but it's not really even that pretty. It's like an aging veteran. It just looked like, I don't know. It just, it's like the Al, Al Habrowski of, uh, who was that pitcher on the Royals? Was that his name? I'm going way back. Oh, that's way um, before me. It's a well before anybody's time. Uh, but just, you know what? Wait, that thing's going to last like 20 years. No way. Baby yeah, fish I, had a, I had a goldfish from like a carnival. lasted like 15 years. Just you wait. Uh, this one just, it just, it just looks like an aging veteran here <laughs> in the fish world. Um, we'll see. Oh, God, I don't even know if I'll be around 15 years. I, should I put it in my will if I die? Who's going to take yeah, my fish? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Another annoying thing, I had to do laundry. Now, I got a, a, where I'm living now, the uh, some shared laundry there. Uh, and, you know, uh, there's, is there anything worse when you start laundry and you put it in and it starts and you walk away, you got to come back a half hour and then transfer it to the dryer? It's been going on since the beginning of time. And you come back after a half hour, and there's letters on the front of the machine that say, like, I-X-O-V, which means, like, something's horrifically wrong. I tried it again, came back. Meanwhile, I had to leave to head down the shore. I had to head down the shore with a sack full of wet clothes and a basket. <laughs> I was more aggravated. I was. I didn't know, were they cleaned yet? At what level were they? This is what a mess this is. Thank God the place where I was staying had it, their own washer and dryer, but I had to throw wet clothes in. And these new washing machines are like, oh, we're going to sense. They have a sensor to find out how much clothes. But that was, it was like 140 pounds with the clothes. Put it in. Then I put the wrong setting on the dryer. So basically, it took me to do one load of wash, I, seven and a half hours to do one <laughs> load of wash. That was the real time, including the two-hour drive down to LBI. So I finally got my wash done, which I, that's, I was as happy as a clam with that. Um, you know, the, the house I'm staying in, we, we got to discuss this. I know you hate the cable company, Dave, because you, you guys have cable issues down there. You're region. Oh, yeah, Optimum. Everybody at Optimum can burn in hell, and I wouldn't really care. <laughs> well, that's fine. But listen, here's something worse. When you go to someone's house and it's, oh, we got rid of the cable. We just have the fire stick, and we have all the apps. You just go with your apps. You just go with your apps. Here's what happens. It's the fifth inning of the Yankee game before you're able to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. You got your phone. You're trying to shove your phone in. I was like, I just want regular cable with every channel. And I go up and down this app thing. You got to switch from the yes network over to ESPN, that app you're going back. And then there's passwords and you get shit on your phone saying, it's terrible. we notice you're in a different region of the world watching. Yes, that's me. What a complete, <laughs> you want to talk about feeling like a jerk off. <laughs> Anytime you use apps on your TV, I got a smart TV, I got all the ones, you're a jerk off. I don't care what anybody says, pay the fucking cable bill for the people, so the human beings of America, anybody over 40 can't operate anything. I had a, I had a set up, my, my father-in-law is the, one of the biggest Yankee fans, he's, he's you know, seven, in his 70s, right? So um, he's like, Dave, how do, how do I watch the Yankees? I'm like, oh, just flip it over to the <laughs> to the app. And he's like, the what? <laughs> you know, so I, like you he had no I, I had to set it up for him, but like, you know, and now he's all set for good. But like, go to like a brand new fan, 
this the whole thing the Yankees have done this year is is awful. What they did because it's like, it's what do you I do? Mean, what do you do? That. What do you do in between innings? Don't you usually like to flip around? I do. You flip you around. Know? You can't. Now do you that. can't flip around. Now if you're at someone else's house and you flip around. Next thing you know, you're watching highlights from like you know the the, the seventy nine Knicks. I'm watching Ray Williams and Sugar Ray Sugar Ray Richardson run around. I don't know. It's it, it's it's inhuman. You find yourself like, and then you I watch the game on my on my phone, which everybody's like, oh, that's cool. Like, no, it's not. I want to sit with my drink and look forward. I want to look up towards a seventy inch screen and enjoy my sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. I pay four thousand dollars a month for my cable bill, which I can't afford. <laughs> Because I get every uh, yeah, I want to get the ACC game. I want to get that NC State North Carolina replay game. Oh, but you have to get you have to get the ACC plus to get this one over here. So that's on the smart app. Just keep on adding things. You know what I mean? Uh, And you got to you got to have Cinemax because they always have those shitty movies on late at night. Everybody's half naked. You still got to get that. That never goes away. That's why they call it Skinemax. Skinemax. No, it's just this whole app thing is just bad enough now. Like on the ESPN app on my phone, they don't tell you. They have a thing called the preview of the game. You ever seen this? No. They will tell you what color underwear Joey Gallo's wearing. <laughs> they will tell you what time Girardi or Boone or uh, got to the <laughs> the ballpark and what 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 car he drove to get there. But they don't tell you what network the game is on. They'll tell you weather. I mean, I'm sitting there, the, 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 the relative humidity for the Yankee game, and I'm like, that's fine, but where is it on? Is it on Peacock? Is it on Amazon? Is it on Apple Plus? I don't know. Why, why don't they just tell you, like, right at the top, go to our app to get to some box score information, but this is where the game will be. Um, but that's I read the rough. paper, thank God. You look in the post, but no one reads a paper but me. I'm convinced only eight people read the paper. Well, I know you and, and Janine are two of them, so I don't know who other. My father, my well, father hear, just canceled not too long ago. But I did hear though that Chris Gucci read the paper, and, read, and you guys, you do sports talk, and you don't read the paper. Because it's me. like tabloids at this point, man. No, there's good stuff in there. You got it wrong for you. what you do for the sports. You got to know the pulse, the pulse of the city getting involved. But you're a cowboy fan. But for the Yankee stuff, is good. Anyway. Listen, the bottom line is I am now promoting not cutting the cord. It should be called an aggravation tax. Plug think, it back in. The government should come out and say, <laughs> listen, we tried this, but we aggravated 51% of the American public. <laughs> so we are now telling everyone to not cut the cord. And how about you got to find the fire stick? It's in the back of it. It's an HDMI 5, HDMI 1. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Complete Bullshit. I'm with no you. TV is smart. It should be called dumb TV. I wanted to get one of those old like furniture televisions. The two with the tube in the back. Two, four, <laughs> seven, <laughs> nine, <laughs> eleven. We <laughs> are live. <laughs> I want to hear the Yeah. Instead of going, what Grandma is this? One in her kitchen and then there's networks. There. There's networks that that they say the free TV gives you on the fire stick. They're networks that like, I mean, do I really need to watch Beretta on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon or, or <laughs> What is this? I don't know. I'm not watching a two-hour Columbo special from 1974 that aired on CBS. Coming up next, murder she wrote. Yeah, I mean, you know, a young Angela Lansbury getting involved here, chipping (laughs) at 25. No, by the way, murder she wrote aired for like the ratings were. They she averaged 40 million an episode, and she was on the air for 55 years. The only Um, reason why I know what murder she wrote is is because it was on before. 
wrestling when I was a kid. So like it was, I would yeah. always catch the last three minutes of the case or whatever the hell the whole show was. But that's the only reason why I knew that show existed. It just, it just to me makes me absolutely crazy. That's why I can sit here and 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 be like, oh, but Jimmy, the cable bill was two twenty five a month. I'm like, yeah, well, that's how it, that's how it works. You you when you go to a good Italian deli, you pay thirteen ninety nine for a pound of Brussels sprouts. So why not you have to pay for the cable <laughs> when you go to? You ever see some of these delis now when, it, when they when they sell those good fresh tomatoes? You buy three of them to make a salad, and she's like, "That'll be twenty seven ninety nine." You're like, "What? I just get some tomatoes here. What the hell's going on with this?" Oh my god, it just makes me insane. I, I'm promoting. I, I'm being. You know what? James Dolan, Cablevision. Yes, you had it right. Have people have cable? No one wants to do this app crap. It's it's crazy. But if you have, but if you have insane. Comcast, you don't get MSG. <laughs> so. Which, well, that should be another rule. The rule is, in your town, you're not allowed to not allow anybody to not watch the game they want to watch. Or we have to do is from your cable box. You know, they have those voice things on the remote. Mm -hmm. I think from your cable box, you should be able to just say, I want to watch the Yankee Royals. And what happens is it doesn't go to the app. The game just comes on. And then a little thing should come up on the bottom and says, you're being charged. Eight dollars to watch this game, but yes, that's it. So let me pay for everything because you know what? Maybe tomorrow night I don't watch the game. I don't know what channel it's on. You but save you eight bucks. Anything <laughs> like when you watch a boxing match on a Saturday night, hundred dollars. That's seamless with a cable station. Seamless. Mm -hmm. You try to watch the Yankee Royal game down the shore, and next thing you know, you're getting a rash. It's, it's my money. And then I have to watch on my little television. Okay. Oh, I have to God. watch uh, 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 Clay Holmes, whatever his name is. Holmes. Uh, uh, I'm going to start calling him Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes comes in for the Yankees with an ERA of .0009 and gets shelled in the ninth inning. So I'm here to promote that. The other thing is we got to mention one of our fine advertisers, CornholeLevel.com. And here's why. It's 20% off if you put in JP Sports or Chop Sports. It's a huge discount right there. But I will tell you, I was at my, my daughter and her friends went to an escape room in LBI. And outside they had cornhole boards. That oh, was that the picture you sent flat, us? Yeah, flat on the ground. It was the most <laughs> pathetic situation. And I was like, you know what? They need love. I, usually I carry around the cornhole levels in my pocket just I mean, in who case. who doesn't at this point? Yeah, you should. Everyone should have it. You got to have these in case you're stupid enough to play cornhole. You got to make sure they're level. And my buddy, Mike Caprio, my second second baseman, who came in for Mitch Fishman, those of you scoring at home, he developed this awesome product at cornholelevel.com where it goes in the hole and you could do it up and down. Here it is right here. Now that we're live, this is it. This is what you get. You get two of these and they're in red and blue and blah, blah, blah. And you hook it over the hole. I love these demonstrations. I feel like we're doing HGTV. You hook it on the thing, and then you go up, down, around, this way, that way, everything. It's the perfect thing. As a matter of fact, even for Dave's injured thumb, if he hooked it on his thumb right now, it'll tell him, not, it'll tell you how it's much no he's longer, bleeding. It's no longer level. I feel like it's shorter than the other how one. Much he, he's got bad thumbs. I'm hurt. You know what I'm, right I'm, I'm muscling. I'm muscling through this episode. Like I am very injured right now. I, I love. I love that. I, mean, I listen. If he's gonna faint as soon as we're done with I'm, the episode. I swear this, I'm, lo I'm losing blood here. <laughs> he's losing blood. He's going down. He's got to hang in. Um, I feel like we're watching the Titanic now. So this is <laughs> it. Cornholelevel.com. This is what it is. Go check it out. 
1995. It's awesome. It levels your cornhole thing. Cause I just saw this and I realized, Oh my God, this is just completely awful. Um, the other thing I need to discuss is, uh, uh, have you been watching any TV shows at all? Um, not really. I, I I got into the uh what was it the the list on or there's something list on um Amazon Prime, but other than that, I haven't really had any time. It's been a crazy crazy time a over here, time. so I really don't get a chance I, to watch. I, I missed. Uh, I watched the old man. Oh, I heard good Andy. things about that. I heard That's great a things. Good about show. That. I caught the end of that. I, a better Call Saul still getting involved. Um, I love that show. That's in its last season. Um, the other thing is my daughter's been watching. Um. Stranger Things. Yes. Uh, at 13. It's, but now, this, this season, this season's rough. I mean, for a 13-year-old, I mean, there's there's some there's some scenes in there I where I was I just like, oh her, but all her friends watch it. So I, I did one of those. She's gotta join the party. Yeah. Like, Dad, I need one. So I let her watch it, but I always kind of make sure I'm nearby when any scary and she shuts it off sometimes when it gets scary. <laughs> I have to explain to her. It's all fake. You know, you know. I explained to her like Stranger Things is just like beer league. In terms of, you know, it's all fake. It's not all real, you know. Ralph Macho's not that good of a softball player. Then that means Ralph neither is Jimmy Palumbo. Like, ah, that's not true. Five, I played short in beer league. How pathetic is that? Um, but uh, Stranger Things is just a wacky show. A big shout out to Cara Buono, who is Artie Lang's girlfriend in beer league. She's on the show. My daughter couldn't believe So I texted her. Wait, which role? Sitting on the- she plays the mom, one of the kids' moms. Oh shit! You're right. Okay. I, every time go. I look See at her, I'm that? like, man, she looks familiar. She's familiar. That's and then it's, I should have like, said, punch me in the back harder. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That. One thing about Dave Sturgeo, in my in his mind, I'm a legend to him. This is like, I mean, this is like him talking. It's like they tell talking. you. I'm like I'm I'm, I'm Roger Stallback in your. They mind tell right you now. not to meet your heroes. I you don't understand. Like I like Facebook has this um this uh, ability to see on this day at any point like for like you know your past posts and uh right. just recently i think it was like the beginning of july when there was like or the b- end of june where it was like softball season still like right. i must have posted in like 2012 or 13 oh, i was like i was like uh it's time to play some softball i'm about to channel my inner johnny trino and like nine years later you meet this piece of shit and then he's just <laughs> not he's just not as a good of they a person in real life legends. You'll always be disappointed. Oh, <laughs> never like, meet your heroes, man. I was, I was yeah, so I, let I, down. I, I used to get base hits all the time. Now I hit choppers the second. The guy checks the <laughs> stitch, fires across the diamond, all the way. That's not true. I started to hit the ball a little bit. Started come around. Came around late in the season this year, a little bit. Um, and but the glove came back a little bit. Playing a little hot shot there. Flash a little leather. Uh, so you know, I, I, the problem is you can't see anymore as as well as you want to do. But it's gotta go to um, absolute you know, Stranger Things is odd. Um, have you watched any of the Captain El Capitan show? Yes, yes. What a fantastic, Are you digging it? fantastic show that is so far. I think they're. I'm one behind. I think. I think I'm. I, I've finished three. I think they have four already done. So I got to watch the fourth still. But um, I haven't. I watched about five minutes of it, and I said I gotta, I gotta watch this when they're all available, and I can just go through. Um, yeah, they're, the they're really, really well me, done. It's, it's from the same Michael Jordan documentary, people, right? I mean, I don't know, but it's very, it's very similar. I want to say, like, I don't know if it's actually the same producers that did the yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I, I got, I, I gotta watch the whole thing because I, 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 I mean, look, if you're a Yankee fan, like, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Like, you're gonna love. I, it. I, yeah, I watched almost uh, tons of games. I you know, uh, Jeter's whole career. Um. 
But I, that that whole Michael, I hated the Michael Jordan documentary. Other than because maybe because I'm a Knicks fan, and they just and I always thought it was biased. It it just didn't. I like the documentaries that really like go both you know what's ways. Funny? In terms of- you know what's funny? I, I, as a Knicks fan like yourself, um, in the '90s it was brutal because I we got there in the one year he was gone. Right, we're in the championship when he's not even playing in the league. Um, and you hate Michael Jordan That's growing up because there. all he's doing is dropping double nickel at the garden, right? We're just getting crushed. But after that documentary came out and after the the, the the last dance and everything, I was like, I might be the biggest Michael Jordan fan of all time now. Like, I just liked his whole, like, yo, I'm better God, than you. I'm about to show opposite. you and I'm going to do it. I and thought he, he came off. He looked glassy eyed sitting in that chair with his bourbon and the cigar. He looked a cocktail. about a guy with tears, no cares Jimmy, in the world. Tears. Yeah, because he, he took that personally. <laughs> it seems like none none of his teammates liked him. No, I mean, but you know what though? I get, but I'm sure they like the paychecks, and I'm sure they like the the recognition of of the ninety freaking ninety two through two thousand Bulls when they were legitimate. And, and, and how about the GM who they mocked? They just mocked out that little fat GM. And all he did was he was such a all he did was make huge. He made huge trades. He, he was such a key man and all that. I was like, wait a minute. Everybody's talking about Jordan. What about, you know, Bill Cart, an aging Bill Cartwright. He was able to guard Ewing because he played with him for two years. That was a big deal in the beginning. I just thought Jordan can't. Listen, I, I know what? I'm a bitter Nick fan. I, that was just hard. To, it can, I like just, me can I just spoil, can I spoil one thing from the, from the, um, the, whatchamacall, uh, the, no, the captain Cap. series? Just one, just one scene that was like, Jeter's always been my favorite player. I've only owned two Yankees jerseys, like actual official jerseys. One being Jeter, one now being Judge. I bought it three years ago because um, right. I figured Judge is the future. Blah blah blah. And I wanted to, I needed a New Jersey. My the Jeter one was getting all torn up. So to me, it's too soon to buy a Judge jersey. I I thought so too, but I was like, you know what? I got a feeling about this kid, and I'm so far I'm right, and just hopefully he stays. Um, but um, so there's one moment where he said David Wells was on the mound, and uh, somebody hit a long fly ball and like in, in between left and center. And there was just a misplay, and they dropped it, right? And, like, David Wells threw his hands up. Like, he was just like, come on, you know? And Jeter said, and Mouth, like, we don't do that shit around here. Like, told David Wells, like, don't even That's think great. about, like, big league one that. of my guys. And it was like, dude, like I said, Jeter has always been that guy to me, just Mr. Cool and Composed, but at the same time, he'll snatch your soul, you know, when you least expect it. I, I love it so far. Listen, it's really great. I, I used to tell the joke, Jeter, what did Jeter have, 3,200 hits, something like that, 3,100? Yeah, definitely three, um, more than three. My father, when he was alive, was always classic on being late to the game on, on great players, right? So, <laughs> I'm watching the game, my dad. Jeter probably had 2,200 hits, 2,300 hits. <laughs> he slept. Jeter rips a base hit down the line. My father goes, hey, Jimmy, you know what? This Jeter is a good hitter. Really? <laughs> hey, he's gonna be something really? someday. You watch. You talking like, about Derek Jeter? He's got twenty-four three-time World Series, four-time yeah, World Series winner, Derek Jeter. Five-time World Series winner. You know, right. That he actually sucks now. He's older now. He was good. You know, what are you talking about? He's a good hitter. My dad discovered Derek Jeter at twenty-four. He knew. He saw it. He had a good feeling about Jeter. <laughs> After oh five man! Years. Speaking of, you know, it's funny. Oh, damn, it, it would have been a good a good um, video to clip up either you or, or Artie now that he's like kind of somewhat back on social media, but like the, the one thing where he's like, and here comes captain Jeter to his typical hip hop music. <laughs> dude, right, right. I, dude, I love That's that. Great. I, <laughs> I know. It's so funny. You're a big fan. Look at the flexion of the triceps. I love, I know. <laughs> 
such a great That's, line, man. You know what's great about beer league? Only 17 people saw it, but the I know. passion. The 17 people. No, just, we're we're a rabid cool. fan base. All eight of us. Well, we're gonna be, <laughs> and I've been I've been teasing this. We will be doing some stuff shortly. Um, uh, with, 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 there's a possibility of some beer league things going on. We just have to get some legalities done. Um, and I'm going to have Artie on the show. Those of you scoring at home, uh, Artie, uh, Artie's going to come on the show, uh, you know, uh, bust my balls. He almost did it a couple weeks ago, but he had, had some things going on. He couldn't do it. Um, we always wish Artie well. We hope he comes back. And if um, I, I know Ralph Macho is uh, two guys, if you're listening, are Ralph Macho and Chris DiStefano. Ralph said he would do my podcast. I've been waiting. I've been kind. I don't want to pressure him. Uh, but he now says, hey, I got a lot of other podcasts to do. I'm like, you're on Cobra Kai. You gotta I, got the the I got the biggest show on Netflix. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. but he'll, he'll do it. I listen. I love Ralph. He's, he's been very kind to me. Uh, he'll come on the show as uh, Chris Stefano, who inspired me to do a podcast because he was uh, his pod, He's a very successful social media podcaster and TV star and comedian now. So um, I'm going to have him on my show and uh, some other guests. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be previewing the Rutgers Mix Scarlet Knights, who uh, had their Big Ten uh, you know, preview coming in. Uh, they open up at Boston College on September 3rd. But more importantly, I have to be 192 pounds. Um, I'm going to try to get Greg Shiano involved in that. I have some people that can get to him. Just keep chopping, think, Jimmy. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I think at a press conference, like in two weeks when they start playing and practicing, someone should say, hey, Greg, big game, September 3rd, Boston College. Do you think Jimmy Palumbo will be at 192 before that? <laughs> I think he's got to answer that. I'm doing the show. He's out from there giving live 110. percent He really. Is. He, he's from Wyckoff, and I want to hear Greg Shannon's talk oh, on good. So your neighbors, maybe, that's cool. Yeah, maybe he'll say like, "Well, you know, Jimmy's been struggling, and he's been hovering at 199." <laughs> I think it's legitimate. Um, it's funny, and I think I'm also just to bust your balls right before the season. I'm going to see if I can have David Deal on my show. No, Which you heard this. You heard the story, I huh? The story. I, that story made me. I giggled. I, those of you who don't know, alignment on the Giants, David Deal. Dave here was an intern at the Giants, even though he was a Cowboy fan, which is right away, I know the management of the Giants stinks. Uh, I would say I'm so sorry. It's your boy. Great. It's your boy. You, you can't. I know. He called me. I called me. Many times. Um, <laughs> but David Deal, uh, and, and Dave was a young rookie, hot shot, probably cocky fucking jerk off, yeah, uh, wrestler guy. Yeah, yeah, you had all that. No, this was all pre wrestling. So. And, and David, and, and you were, and, and you thought David Deal was a nobody, which he was probably at the time. And he like threw a water bottle at you and shook water and got all of the spray, He sprayed, you know, the, like the, the constant water that's being right. like sprayed, like almost like a, like garden, a garden hose. hose. And he's just like, I'm like, God, like I had like equipment oh, on me yeah. and I'm like, I one pair it. of shorts. I'm like, fuck. He's probably the nicest guy in the world. I'm we had sure one he is. With you. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And then forever. I'll have you and him on the show at the same time. Maybe we can discuss this. <laughs> probably bigger than him now at this point. <laughs> and probably, yeah. You ever notice that some of these two things happen to X linemen, offense or defense? They either they either look like they all look like you know Bone Crusher Smith or Trevor Burbick, or they all look like they can play D back now in the NFL. Have you ever noticed? <laughs> have that? you seen? Have like, you seen like Sean O'Hara? guy. Have you seen Sean O'Hara? <laughs> Sean O'Hara looks like a great shape. Dallo, great, yeah, Got great it. shape, but doesn't look like he was a former center in the NFL. No, no way, not at all. I, I read it to Jim Burt. Jim Burt looks like a little, like, you know, <laughs> throw to Devontae Adams. Oh, Burt on a tackle. Nice play. <laughs> Third and two. Um, you know, 
The reason why I don't talk about the Giants too much, speaking of that, and we're going to wrap they up. Stink, that's why. Is that <laughs> the Giants, um, I can't get it. I can get into the Rutgers because the Rutgers stinks, and I can get into the little train that could stuff and who's going to. I can't get into pre-NFL season talk for the team that I love because the Giants have been so shitty. Worst team in the league last five years by far, I think. And I just want to watch the games. I'm tiny hearing about Dable and uh, Danny Dimes and my favorite player, Kadarius Tony. My two favorite players are Giancarlo Stanton and Kadarius Tony, which I find is terrible. <laughs> too, too big. And I, I made the prediction. So here it is. It's Stanton's their best player. Rizzo stinks. And Kadarius Tony, if he doesn't get hurt, will be the uh, Giants' best player. He, he's He was open on every play last year, but he just gets hurt every four minutes. Um, I just can't get into the – these articles in the paper, you know, oh, the lion has improved. You know, the draft pick that got drafted in the fifth round. I, you know what? A week after Labor Day, the Giants will come on. I'll watch the game, and I'll know if they stink or not. It's that simple. Um, ah, so it's the 2022 version of Jimmy Stinks list is coming back. So that's we're going to do the Stinks list, to. which will be – now, we, we went midway through the Stinks list. We never did it from the beginning. So I'm going to – the first uh, week of the – pre right before, <laughs> after the game, we're going to do the last year's stink list. Final, which I have somewhere, and then we're gonna do who maybe a preseason stink. You got ESPN, you got ESPN power rankings, and then you got Jimmy's stinks list right around the same. I think it should be heavily. I think they should ask the coach of the Giants. Hey, listen, you you made. I can tell you right now, the Giants and Jets are gonna make the early stinks list. Um, (laughs) I like uh, the Jets this year, and I do extensive research. My research consists of opening up the New York Post, look at (laughs) looking at the standings, and just go who stinks. And uh, and you guys say no 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 they got some guy Joe Julio Schmulio Rex Smith guy and he's a really good receiver and nobody cares about anyway Dave I thank you for coming on my show um, I want to go thank pass Absolute out now. Eyewear for getting involved I want to thank uh, CornholeLevel.com go to that and get it's a really cool gadget you got to do it I hope uh, Chris had uh, Chris Gucci had some uh, some uh, little death in the family there which stinks I hope he's doing okay. And uh, he'll be back maybe next week, or it doesn't matter. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. It and uh, I want to put a shout out to, uh, to to Doug Freeman from Undefeated Media here for the first time in a while. Me uh, doing that here, and uh, also don't forget my Patreon. I'm going to make a prediction on my Patreon. I think I'm going to have six, one more next week. Now, sadly, it's going to be Vinny Callahan. He's a Met fan. I'm force feeding him to give mm. me three dollars. He's a Met so that's, fan. That sucks because now you know. I, but I'll make a prediction. I'll up the ante. I'll say that you get seven by next week. Oh, getting involved here, so the, so the gonna, spread that's up, a, I tell you right two. now, ain't gonna be me, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't, ain't gonna be I me. Really, I don't even subscribe to uh, Chop Sports. That's because I am the liaison. Ah, that's true. The, All uh, the things you've brought to the network. Legend. I'm like, I look like Ezard Charles at Chop Sports now. <laughs> uh, just chipping away. I'm, I'm like six hits away from 3,000. I'm with the devil race now. The, um, <laughs> thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next week with a very special guest. Take it easy, everybody. Be safe. <laughs> Dave injured with the thumb. 